Welcome back to Allegedly Astrology. This is part two of our Jeffrey Epstein episode. So if you haven't listened to part one, make sure to go back and do that. But on this episode, uh, we still got our friend Cam here and we are talking about Ghislaine Maxwell's chart, some predictions for her future. And like we said, sprinkling in some more conspiracy with uh, the king of conspiracies himself, Alex Jones. So uh, Dana, let's take it away with uh, Ghislaine's chart. Okay, so before I even get into that, I want to talk about her name because in the documentary, yes. sorry. everyone, no, I don't even know how to say because everyone, Ghislaine. people who said they were her friend all pronounced oh, it yeah, differently. Oh yeah, that was so funny. Like several people, <laughs> even the girls, like she groomed, they say it differently than other people that were her friends. Like people say like, Gislaine, Galane, like what the fuck is her actual name? Well, I think maybe it's that Ghislaine. was a part of I maybe that was a part of like their escape route. Like if no one could actually spell the name of the person <laughs> who they, they was accusing them, they could never find her. Is it Galane? How do you say her name? The French way is Galane. Yeah. I don't believe okay. in silent letters and a name. Just Who cares? She's, I don't she's believe in silent letters and a name. Good. <laughs> <laughs> this is where <sighs> Galane slash Gislaine enters the chat. Um, Ghislaine is very British, high society. Her dad was this huge, like, rich as fuck, media mogul. He owned a bunch of tabloids. And because of that, they were flush with cash. So she grew up in a huge mansion. And you know they had a yacht. So, like, that's chic. It was named after her. Um, she was the youngest of nine children. And she was deaf the fave because she had a yacht named after her. And she's considered by most to be super charming and likable. And she knows a lot of wealthy people, famous people, um, so it's her big three. All right. She was born on December 25th, 1961. Same birthday as Sarah and Jesus in Maison Lafitte, France. And she was born at 3.20 p.m. She's a Gemini rising, um, a Capricorn sun, and a Leo moon. And for this combo, I think that she's, I mean, I know a few Capricorns with Gemini risings are like extremely personal and like super sharp. And with all of her eighth house placements, I think that she takes after her dad. I don't think that she was conned or groomed into doing any of this. I think she knows exactly what she's doing. I think she's true. I think she has dry humor. She also has a Leo moon, which is like sensitive and like wants to be liked. So it's not like, like that's also someone who like, I mean, those are, I think those are sometimes being like one, the idea that someone wants to be liked is kind of like a, what's the word? Maligned in society. I think it's a great quality, uh, depending <laughs> on how far you take it. But yeah, I don't think that, I think she knows what's up. And I think that she kind of, maybe she was her, she wasn't necessarily her father's favorite just because she was like the youngest or the cutest. But I think it was maybe because she might've taken the most after him. What do you think, mm. Cam? Oh, I <laughs> think a lot of things of her. I just, I can't get over the eighth house stellium. And the fact that, mm. well, again, I mean, I'm where I get nerdy with birth charts is that whole like natal promise concept. And it takes a lot of a transit or an activation for a part of a birth chart to come alive. And I look at this eighth house and just how, I mean, who who was just Lane Maxwell two years ago? Like no one even knew right. who, she, unless you were like really deep on that far, uh, like deep in that side of, you know, conspiracies or whatever, who was she? You know, right. she was hidden and she's Only got- Only Alex Jones it, knew who she was pretty much. Ex- exactly. <laughs> um, like I was, I got into the Epstein stuff years and years ago and I like, I didn't even hear about Ghislaine until oh, like wow. a couple years ago. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that she was a, a big part of it, but um, I just keep looking at that eighth house stellium and I mean- 
There's no, well, I mean, like my prediction is she's going to, she's going to quote unquote, kill herself in jail probably, or (laughs) at least she'll be found dead in some capacity. There's no way she's making it out of this winter. Um, But um, that eighth house is just so secretive. So in the back, and that's also how she's like, this is, that's something about Jeffrey, just both of them is they're so just like nothing about them unless it's, it's, you only know what you know about them through everybody else. Not, there's nothing they put out there themselves that makes them known. And there's just such a secretive couple. Yeah, totally. No, I like the eighth house thing. I'm like very intrigued by, and also the Gemini rising because everyone, like, I feel like if you think about, she is, like, this low-key, super, like, shady, secretive person. But to me, a Gemini rising, like, I think those are the people in the room that, like, you want to be around. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, they're, like, shabby. Like, they're Charming. fun. So, like, if you saw her and, like, fucking, you were, like, 15, let's say, and Jeffrey Epstein, like, who are you going to talk to first? Like, she's probably like, hey, what's up? Do you want a LaCroix? Like. <laughs> <laughs> or do you so, want $10,000? I'm going to get a so sources are pretty murky, but some people say Ghislaine met Jeffrey Epstein through her dad. Um, other sources say they met at a party in the 90s. Regardless of where they met, they dated for a while and she remained this constant in his life, even though everyone seems to be pretty confused about the exact nature of the relationship. Yeah, and I think it's also important to note that, um, you know, Jeffrey Epstein had a lot of similarities to Ghislaine's dad. Um, Her dad was not, uh, he was a self-made millionaire. Uh, He was born very poor, um, sort of like a European immigrant and really made a huge name for himself. Also kind of doing like underbelly world shit, which is like British tabloids. I don't, you know, if you guys listen to our royal drama episode or royal family drama episode, you know how ruthless they can be. Um, so they're really taking no prisoners over there. But, you know, a lot of people say she was drawn to him because of like the similarities um, of his dad. And in the 90s, Ghislaine's dad killed himself or was murdered. Wow. It's very unclear. Wow. On on said yacht named after her. So there's a lot of like weird things. Like I think this conspiracy (laughs) keeps going back. So Cam, I feel like you got to do a deep dive. A lot of people say that her dad was involved with Mossad, maybe MI6, maybe the KGB. It's honestly insane. So there's like a lot of weird (laughs) stuff too, but we, you know, we only have so much time. So we'll get back (laughs) to her, but people have sort of described her as this sort of like Half ex-girlfriend, half employee, half best friend, and fully a fixer for him. Um, Ghislaine knew a lot of important people that she introduced Jeffrey to, and she also managed his house, seemed to sort of like keep his life organized. So I feel like we should do um, a little bi-wheel or a Davidson chart on these two. We have the bi-wheel. Okay, so... Okay. Comparing their charts, uh, Jeffrey South known as conjunct her moon. So this is like steamy emotional energy. Like the moon is, you know, your emotions. The South Node is like, uh, I mean, I don't always, I don't think it's necessarily a past life, but it's kind of like some sort of like deeper soul shit. Um, it's just or like a deeper pull. I think of it in terms of like magnets. And so anytime there's like nodal sinistry, like it's a hot. And then also there's, their nodes are an opposite sign. So his uh, North Node is in Aquarius and hers is in... Uh, Leo. And this, I think, is like best friends necklaces. Like they just kind of like fit together. <laughs> and like, each, like, you know, half of that, like they just kind of get each other on some sort of like, you know, soulmate type level. And then they both have Jupiter ruled Venus placements and they both have fixed Jupiters. And so I think this is like Jupiter is like a dreamy sort of like expandy or expansion uh, planet. And so that's like 
taking like dreams big, but then also like they have fixed Jupiters, which I, th- I feel like is very more, it's like much more rigid. So it's kind of like they de- determine the boundaries and you really never know what they are. That might be yeah. a stretch, but what do you think? Um, well, for one, they're as horrible people as they are, like there are that relationship dynamic. Like how yeah. many couples do you know that ride like that? Yeah. I don't know one marriage like that. <laughs> um, it's just, that's always caught my eye. I'm like, how do you find someone that would like do that type of shit anyway. Um, okay. Um, the South Node on the Moon thing is very faded. That's the way I, I really like to interpret that. Is like there's a um, I don't like to use the word karma at all, but there's a very sure. strong pull towards someone, and I and the nodal reversal is a big thing. Uh, the thing that I kind of really notice is her. Oh, wait, his Mercury is on her lot of fortune. Um, and they've got like these little lots in his because her lot of spirit is on is at 29 Libra on his Saturn Neptune. Um, so being able to work, being able to get or literally work for, uh, with the Saturn Neptune stuff. Right. And then her. Uh, oh, it's not her Mercury. It's his Mercury on her lot of fortune. I just thought it was like a kind of an interesting little um, yeah. sprinkle of uh, <laughs> sinistry there. Um, what I don't I just don't like that we don't have a time for Jeffrey Epstein. So it'd be makes life's of course yeah, so sure. much easier but yeah the venus the 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 venus and jupiter's signs and then that was a good good note i didn't notice that they both have jupiter and fixed signs i always just was really focusing on her jupiter being her seventh house ruler on the midheaven on the south node and she's really only i mean jupiter also rules her 10th house of the father and whole signs so the fact that she's known for her dad she's known for her husband yeah. specifically and that all of these jupiter on the south node all these fatalistic things have happened also the fact that her father now i didn't know that he ran a tabloid thing jupiter being the 10th house in the ninth house of publishing is very that's a spot on chart right there okay so i will start with uh going back to glenn and then we can go into her rest chart but um but yeah so whatever their relationship was it was definitely just super fucking intense but it was kind of clear that it wasn't just sort of like this relationship uh for show like she was a recruiter for Epstein's sex ring um, and a lot more to him as well, like very much a partner in his lifestyle. And so people um, did claim that she did help groom the girls and she was named in a prior lawsuit saying she was complicit in Epstein's crimes. But again, she just kind of like continued to like fly under the radar for a while, really until Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and then got really public attention on her when he was quote unquote killed himself yeah that's the i don't know how well versed you guys are in like sex trafficking um (laughs) it's a it's it's a more normal thing for women to be the the groomers to actually get people into it way more than men and it's a huge thing that you see like vegas has a really big problem with that too just like miami does um but the like her her being the main person and just jeffrey kind of just either funding it or being kind of just the thing the background i kind of see her being much more and also with her her ascendant ruler and everything else in the eighth house being like oh you know the gemini leo very charming but you know you know has maybe a little bit of suspicious intentions since we're on like talking about Ghislaine's eighth house like feel like that really was brought to life when she disappeared off the fucking face of the earth the (laughs) moment that Epstein was arrested. So no one knew where she was. She was kind of just like in hiding. Um, But also maybe people weren't looking that hard because she was just like in her mansion in New Hampshire the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, she like released that picture, that like super strategic picture at In-N-Out Burger where she was like reading a book about how CIA agents get popped. 
<laughs> oh my god, I remember that picture. Yeah. I remember that picture. God, it's always in, it's like literally. This is what I love about learning about this stuff because everyone's like, "Oh, it's a conspiracy theory." But then when you actually get into the stuff, it's literally in broad daylight. I know it's like, like, literally yeah. so obvious. It's just a conspiracy. It's not a theory. Yeah, it's just not a theory. This is just a literal conspiracy. So eventually, authorities arrest her. Um, once again, at her mansion, she was charged on multiple counts related to the sexual abuse of young women and girls connected to Jeffrey. And this arrest happened because a lot of the women like narked her out and were like, yo, she's involved in this, too. So what's going on in her chart for that okay. day? She was so arrested. That was July 2nd, 2020, Lindsay Lohan's birthday. Um <laughs> And a big day for both of them. <laughs> on this day, she was in her Saturn return, and Saturn was retrograding over, or like it was getting ready to retrograde back over her Saturn. And so, Saturn return is a time when it, I mean, you get a slap on the wrist or more, depending on how much you've done. Um, and she, there's a stellium of Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn all in her eighth house, uh, which is like really, I think, and they're all retrograde, bringing some sort of like this is like the time when they're going back to bring her, you know, to peace or justice or what the hell ever. Also, the South Node had just retrograde, or South Node's always retrograding, so it had just moved into Sagittarius, so it's moving towards her Venus, which is, like, in her seventh house, which is, like, the house of sort of, like, endings. I know it's also a partnership, but I think it's a time, too, when, like, especially for women in traditional astrology, correct me if I'm wrong, Cam, but it was, like, the house of endings. The seventh house? Yeah. Well, when you get into the traditional stuff, that they, they put the marriage, like sometimes they'll put marriage in the tenth house. They put death in the fourth house. It's it's kind of all over the place. All right. Well, kinda, I'm going to choose that um, definition right now to fit this. <laughs> yeah, this is you know for for folks listening or watching at home, if you've got you know a Saturn in the eighth house and you're going to have a Saturn return that involves Pluto, you're probably going to go to jail. <laughs> like that's <laughs> I just like that's like classic Saturn return story. Oh, Saturn conjoining Pluto, Saturn return the eighth house. Like wow. yeah, that's that that she should have. Well, I mean, if she was into astrology, she would have seen this one coming along. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's just so I don't know. I look at Saturn and Pluto on top of well, this is also why I think at the next year, at the end of this year, beginning of 2020. We have more. We have more just lane news to to get through, um, because this you know this isn't the end of it. But this is just really being like, all right, now you're done. Now you're cut off. Um, and I did notice, yeah, the south, the the nodes changing signs last year really made a difference yeah. in the astrology. Well, because also the south node had been through her eighth house that whole time Jeffrey was arrested, right? Oh, yeah. So my question is, how many of her assets did she sell off? How many things did she disconnect from there? Where did she like, because South Node in the eighth house is like, get rid of anything that's a liability. Get rid of anything that's going to, you know, put me in danger or, you know, fuck me up later, especially other people's <laughs> stuff, other people's problems, right? That's that's the name of the game, the eighth house. So the fact that like the South Node gets to her eighth house, then gets to the seventh and it's like, now you're arrested. It seems like, you know, kind of convenient timing. Oh, also Mercury retrograde is opposite her Mercury. Wow, didn't see that one. Good eye. Uh, <laughs> and that's her ascendant ruler too. Yeah. And again, ascendant ruler in the eighth house. So Ghislaine pleads not guilty to eight counts of indictments that accuse her of grooming underage girls that would eventually become the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. She's also denied bail three times because once again, she's a flight risk. Um, so yeah. No bail for Ghislaine. Well, right now, she's still alive as of this recording. Um, she we is think. being held. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> as far as we haven't heard from her since she had a black eye. Yeah. 
Um, right now she's being held in federal jail in Brooklyn and is actually right across the river from where Jeffrey Epstein was being held. Aww, and that's cute. Her, go her visit her at least. Set, yeah, I'll go, I'll go stand outside her window, see if she can tell us <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's birth time. Yeah. <laughs> um, her trial is set to begin in November and she faces up to 80 years in prison. And she also recently tried to get her case dismissed, just like Bill Cosby did. But um, her lawyers were like, yo, she technically has immunity because a long time ago, Jeffrey Epstein like said like, oh, everyone that's in the settlement with me, like they're immune. But yeah, we mentioned judge- that in the in the top of the episode that, you know, he had gotten all of his co-conspirators all of his co-conspirators, conspirators, am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. All of them, like, he made sure that in the deal that he made, he gave them all immunity, which, you know, another way, like, he is always doling out favors for people to, like, still be in his favor. Yeah, but it didn't matter because the judge was like, you didn't make that deal yourself. So, like, you're fucked still. And, and he's, he's dead, dead now. <laughs> so. I'm, well, I'm going to remember that if I ever get to make a deal with the with a federal judge. Of like, hey, me and all my buddies are also immune forever, too. Yeah. Just so you know. Like, that's like, like kid rules playing tag. Like, no, 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 me and my friends. No, 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 you can't get them. You can only get me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so, um, but with all the intrigue and controversy surrounding this case, like, I'm pretty surprised she's still alive. I feel like COVID would have been a really easy way to, like, get rid of her. So I just feel like, like, let's, Cam, you go first. What are your predictions for Ghislaine? She's going to, she's going to die between, my guess is literally going to be maybe December, if not the first week of March. Um, Oh my God. Oh, very specific. I'm being very specific with this. Well, because wow, there's a Venus retrograde on top of Pluto at the end of this year. Now, when you talk about Pluto's transit through Capricorn and super late stage capitalism from 2008 to now, and it's just been all of these systems, all of these, you know, and again, when you get like we talked about earlier, when you look at people like Jeffrey, Pluto's actually going to show up. Now, her Saturn Pluto conjunction, her Saturn return was going to prison. Venus literally rules her 12th house of prisons and it's literally retrograding on her eighth house ruler on Pluto. That's a, that's the same thing that killed Jeffrey. So my, oh my, opinion, God. my opinion is like, she's probably going to suicide quote unquote, but she'll probably get murdered or if not, well, cause this is the thing. I doubt she's going to say anything. I like yeah. what that would, I, I just watched this. I just saw this on the news the other uh, today. Uh, Prince Andrew is like, you know, now cooperating with police. And there's oh, someone really? going after Prince Andrew. Oh, no, they're going to get rid of Ghislaine. They have to. I mean, they got rid of Jeffrey they in a month. To, I'm yeah. surprised it's taken this long. They absolutely have. Regardless if, even if documents come out and everyone does, they have to get rid of her, period. No matter what. Um, Damn it, I want to know. how this shit works. Um, but it's going to be either at the end of December. Well, this is the other thing is December is when Venus stations retrograde, but, um, and you're also going to see like a bunch of economic devastation, but of course everyone's going to be on Christmas holiday. So I think the trial might start in November, but also though, also though, the 12th house rules asylum, uh, um, assassins and (gasps) Venus, if you don't like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone literally like maybe during transferring her from a car to a courtroom, someone killed her or something like that. I mean, we oh haven't God. had a good assassination in America in a while. Yeah, do you think um, they even care about making it clean? Why would they? Good point. I just distract everything else. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I think that I, there's no way. Venus is also stationing direct, like on her Mercury, and then Mars, and, and then so the reason why I said March is Venus stations retrograde on her Saturn. 
at December 19th with on top of Pluto and Pluto sitting on top of Saturn for a while. Um, but then when Venus leaves shadow, Venus will leave shadow at 27 degrees Capricorn and on March 2nd will be on Mars at 27 degrees Capricorn and also on Pluto. So there's a Venus-Mars-Pluto conjunction at 27 Capricorn on her Saturn on March 2nd, which is also a Mercury-Saturn conjunction on her south node, which is an announcement of something, right? Something fatalistic. And it's the new moon in Pisces in her 10th house. So either two things. Either she's going to get killed by then or at least March 2nd is definitely the day we know if she's guilty or not. But I just, if she's guilty and that trial goes all the way through, that is just laying as the least of everyone's problems. That is a whole nother, you know, Pandora's box that you kind of just opened. Oh my God, Um, I hope it does. I I would love to see that unravel the the way it should, but I know it won't. Yeah, I I would, I mean, she could live through this, but I mean, her 12th ruler station being in her, there's a lot of eighth house transits she's got going on. And with just comparing it to Epstein's chart, how how far off are we from, you know, I, I think predicting her, either dying or having a suicide is not the biggest, you know, prediction in the world. Right, it's, exactly. In my opinion, I, I'm surprised it hasn't like common happened common sense, yeah. Well, well, the other thing is this Venus retrograde is stationing square Jeffrey Epstein's Saturn-Neptune conjunction. So it's at 27 Capricorn. Yeah. His Saturn is at 27 Libra. Um, so I think, you know, you could... At the end of the day, I think the trial will still go on even if she's dead. They kind of have to. Um, but... Yeah, I I don't know. I think yeah, I don't see her making it to 2023 or at least the summer of 2022. Oh my Dana. God! Well, well, Dana, what do you? think? Oh, I just thought she was going to get popped, and I thought I was looking at Saturn going over her midheaven. But what Cam said is way more brilliant. Oh yeah, her eighth house ruler on her midheaven. Yeah, I, I'm dead. Announcement to the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> well, Saturn's also going opposite her moon. I'm um, dead, Saturn's Jeffrey. also squaring her. Yeah, like that's there's no. I just. I think I, there's how, I don't know. You could make that, well, the way I look at it is if she doesn't die, what is it then? And I mean, it's like, well, she's already going to go to court. She'll probably get found guilty. You know what I mean? But we already kind of know that. I just feel like there wouldn't be this many huge transits to her chart with just that. I feel like sure. it would be, I mean, it's the same thing when you saw the Saturn-Pluto conjunction conjoin Jeffrey Epstein's eighth house ruler. And this is the same thing. So it's, it, it's like a very, almost the exact same transit. It's wild that they even let her live this long. Yeah. I know we keep saying that, right. but there's got to be a reason for it, right? Sure. Um, and I'm wondering, I know like one thing that we talk about on this podcast a lot is like people die, but charts never do. And I mm. think Cam mentioned something in the beginning. I meant to take a note, but I forgot about um, like sort of something is happening in Jeffrey Epstein's chart in like one or two years that like, do you think that's something that we might like glean more information about his dealings or yeah. like, you know, do you think we'll learn, we'll ever be able to like learn more about this in any yes. sort of like concrete way? Yes. And this is why I like the Astro theme Sag rising chart for Jeffrey Epstein because his eighth ruler is in the fifth. And there's this kind of idea of literally like using like kids and sex as like a bargaining chip for powerful elite people, right? Um, the Saturn Neptune, when Neptune's going to enter Aries in 20. 24 and it'll be there for like another 12 years saturn enters aries as well and there's a saturn neptune conjunction on his moon and that in my opinion is and he's born on a saturn neptune conjunction in libra saturn's in fall in libra i mean saturn's in fall in aries neptune well you know neptune doesn't really have dignity but the last time neptune in aries was not a good time here in america so i can't imagine when was that 
Oh, the day Neptune went to Aries was the day the Civil War started. So Great. just for a little context. Fun, 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 fun stuff. <laughs> um, not heavy at all. Um, but I think, well, because he has the Saturn, Neptune, and Libra. And I kind of talked about, you know, like being in high society. Also, like Saturn is exalted in Libra. And exaltation at times is better than a domicile. And in Neptune, being able to just hide it, get away with it. And with the Venus stuff, right? Versus this is a Saturn-Neptune conjunction in Aries. Like, on his moon. I think there is something, and this is why I like the Sag rising chart, because this would kind of more check out with the themes of everything. But then when you kind of look at, you know, I kind of really like this Aquarius rising chart, though. I was a little kind of surprised how well it's working. Um, but that Saturn-Neptune conjunction is still in his moon. It's in his third. Um, you know, we already got a Netflix documentary about him. So I don't know what else a Saturn-Neptune conjunction could be besides more information being released and more things becoming aware, especially like that moon stuff. Things, you know, the moon lights up the dark. It usually is, you know, the luminary of what's hidden already. You know what I mean? So Saturn and Neptune being like, let's present that. Let's put that in a media form. And also not to put you guys on the spot, because I literally just thought about this right now while you were talking about that. If Prince Andrew's coming forward, I wonder if like th- like he'll have anything to do with like releasing that. Because like if he's coming forward to talk, like he's gonna like spill some shit. I think. I don't think so though. I don't because- even know. There's no way that the royal family would ever let him actually. That interview like, too. He said nothing. Say he's cooperating, but I'm sure he's cooperating in like a sense of like he the he will talk to authorities, but like there's no way he's he's going to bring anyone like because that just. I look, bet he's looks cooperating and figuring out how family. much money they're going to cut a deal for. That's what I think they're cooperating. That's the only way well, like, the royals could yeah. really do it. Yeah, well, him talking to authorities is like George Bush or the 9-11 Commission. Closed doors, no recording, has to have Dick Cheney right by his side. Um, I also think, because Prince Andrew, right, this is the son of the queen. I don't... Yeah, she's she's so, Dick Cheney in this case. She's but what beyond if he dies? That. She's beyond that. She is she has lived through more, like, leaders in the world than, like, anything. If, if oh, there's, anyone. She, I thought, well, I don't know if you saw her chart, but she had her risings at, like, 27 Capricorn. Oh, something. shit. I was, like, I was blown away that she made it through 2020. I was, like, there's, <laughs> but maybe, I don't know what kind of secret sauce that they're drinking over there, but I think. she sacrificed Philip. To die for her. <laughs> oh, she'll throw him under the bus. I mean, they already killed Princess Diana. Why not? They don't give a fuck <laughs> no. about Meghan Markle and the other people. Like, they don't, they will hold on to that power forever. This is why my ancestors moved to America. But um, <laughs> we don't like that shit. While we're on the topic of potential happenings and further conspiracies, I feel like we should bring up the king of conspiracies, Alex Jones. Yes. So just FYI to anyone who like doesn't live in the bowels of the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Jones is a radio host of the big conspiracy theorist. He has a site called InfoWars, if you've ever heard of it. He's constantly talking about a new world order. And I feel like my description of him, I tried to make it as light as possible. Um, But in the past, he said school shootings were staged by gun control advocates, among a bunch of other shit. So that's kind of his vibe. Like, he trusts no one. (laughs) That's a one way to put it. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about his big three just for shits right. and gigs over here. I want to know. Okay. So he was born on February 11th, 1974 in Dallas, Texas. And we don't know his rising. We also don't know his moon sign because it changed from Libra to Scorpio in that day. So he either has a Libra or a Scorpio moon. And he has an Aquarius sun. Not at all surprising if you know anything about Aquarius. It is a sign of the tinfoil hat. And um, he has a sun conjunct <laughs> Jupiter in Aquarius. 
this, and so this is the tinfoil hat, but he's also honestly right about a lot. The thing is that he's wrong about so much that it kind of like, uh, well, he's wrong about enough. This Okay, so he had Saturn conjunct the south node in Gemini, and so I feel like this says like what he's right about obscures what he's wrong about and vice versa. Like he says so much stuff that it's like, well, what's true and what's not? And you can Google the stuff that is true. Obviously, I'm not saying like, I don't know anything that he's right that isn't Googleable. But if you've seen him on some stuff, like you can, like he was right about like a lot of Epstein stuff is what I'm saying. Like he called Epstein yeah, all he, throughout he, the the he's the reason this is even a thing, in my opinion. Yeah. The only, the, he's, I mean, no one was talking about it forever. He's the only one that wouldn't shut up about it, really. And so, I mean, <laughs> when you talk about What's-Her-Face, who did the actual article, there's no way he didn't play an influence in her For actually sure. doing a little bit of investigative work. He also was right, a grand air couldn't, like, cite him because that would just make her right. Sources yeah, I mean, he's not. Yeah. Well, it doesn't is, seem credible. This, he says he said stuff that makes him seem insane, but he's also said stuff that's correct. I wanted to bring up Alex Jones up is for two reasons. One, the population's opinion on Jeffrey on on uh, Alex Jones, I think, will change regarding the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Of like, he was really the big like pedophile sex ring. That's the thing, and you know, I think if that gets proven, I think people will re-examine their relationship to Alex Jones. But also, his Venus is at 25 Capricorn, right where Venus is going to station retrograde at the end of this year. And I think two things of that. One, either he's going to die because he's super unhealthy. Or two, <laughs> I assume that Venus retrograde is going to hit him in a huge way regarding media, what he says. Um, I mean, Venus is also scoring that Saturn-Neptune conjunction in Epstein's chart. Venus is also atop all that Ghislaine stuff. Like, they've got all of this funky synastry. So I, I look at Jalex Jones' chart and wonder what about that is going to bring up Alex Jones because there's That's no way he's not going to get Facebook's Mercury. It's oh, 25 Capricorn. Ah, so, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, um, just one more layer. <laughs> Love that. All right. Well, anyone, any <laughs> last thoughts on how like he specifically could play a role in Ghislaine's trial or future? I mean, I know you talked about people will you know reexamine their relationship to him and Jeffrey Epstein, but like, do you think anything will come out about Ghislaine, and or will he have any relationship to it? Well, again, it, it 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 depends on the situation. Like, you know, if Alex Jones was saying all this shit before and then no one believed it, but now, I, like, he's probably not going to get credit for any of this stuff, but I, I don't know what role he's going to play. That's why I'm just, I just know Alex Jones is going to be thrown in the mix somewhere. I don't know whether if, that might just be him dying or um, they also, on that podcast, they talk about Alex Jones possibly retiring. Um, and he also, he's like, I think I'm going to die in two years. And that's kind of like the same time. So I wonder if that's going to, you know, come up. But I kind of look much more at him bringing up a lot of the conspiracy theory stuff. And then if this, you know, sex pedo ring thing comes up, I, again, I think it's going to be everyone's relationship to um, just conspiracies in general and what truth is in general. The other <laughs> thing too is, you know, I, I personally think Alex Jones is a Libra moon. If he was a Scorpio moon, he would be so much more reserved. Like sure, he would yeah. not be as out. Moon on Uranus is so blah. Yeah. And I think <laughs> Venus squaring his moon, I, I don't know where it's going to come in. There's, it's too, there's not enough, you know, we don't have enough times, but I know he's just going to come in the mix somewhere with it. Cam, thank you for joining us. Thank this you so much. Awesome. Yeah. We, love you. Uh, I'm sorry we were scared of your male voice in the <laughs> beginning, but now it's, uh, it's been enlightening and fun. And where can people find you? Like, where do you want people to follow you? I don't want people to follow me anywhere but YouTube. I'm trying to get rid of <laughs> the social media. The, well, it's, it's getting to the point with social media where it's it's making, it's making giving me brain damage. And I think it's giving everyone in this country brain damage. Um, and that's starting to actually Fair turn enough. into real life consequences. So don't follow me on social media. Maybe follow me on Instagram, um, but I don't ever post. Uh, at Cam White Astro or on YouTube at Cam White. I post weekly horoscopes, um, all types Fine. of different astrology content. So you can follow me there. 
Yeah. I listen to source so are great. So follow them on YouTube. We'll we'll drop the link to it wherever you find our podcast. And you can follow him on Instagram, but you won't find any posts. But yeah, next week we're covering September 11th. <laughs> Super lighthearted. Um, and if you guys need yeah. a guest for that one, don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Yes, reviews definitely help us out. So please leave us one on Apple Podcasts. DM us your review and uh, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up about it and it will be amazing. And don't forget to follow us. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, and Hey Hero and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Allegedly Astrology.